Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come in here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You will not. You will not. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Uh, We got a lot to talk about. Tons actually want to shout out Coyote Motorsports. 58th and I-25. I mean, like the standard in the game has been around forever and man you know brian root man he's he's all about it. He, he he's a good owner he's hands-on he's there he's, he's doing that thing shannon his crew he you know they have if you're looking for a motorcycle looking for an atv some kind of really cool you know sports utility type of vehicles you're looking for uh used harley uh these these CT motorbikes that are brand new, incredible bikes that are just really kind of badass bikes that you can get for 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 brand new, brand, brand spanking new. They're incredible. And then uh, they got those Ziggy scooters, which is like those, uh, you know, those uh, not like a Vespa, but better. Fully electric. They're badass. I suggest you go uh, check those guys out. Coyote is, um, those are really good dudes, man. Go check them out. We love those guys. Okay. All right. The Kevin Durant stuff dropped this morning. Uh, it doesn't really, it's not really news other than um, an announcement <laughs> that they will, they will find a way to live with each other. He will return to the Nets. Uh, Steve Nash will can re- return as coach. It looks like Kyrie, who opted back in, will return as well, even though he only wants to play in less than 60 games, never on back-to-backs. They're going to find a way to try to coexist. I don't believe, I think this is dysfunctional. I think it's dysfunctional, and I think that one of the guys will have to go by the trade deadline. But if every team in the league wants Kevin Durant, I'm sure the Nets would rather just keep him. And if they didn't want to keep him, they would have moved him because I'm sure there's been some pretty enticing offers from a lot of teams. Who knows if Devin Booker was thrown in a deal? Who knows if Chris Middleton was thrown out in a deal? Who knows if not only Michael Porter Jr., but if Jamal Murray was thrown out in a deal? I guess we'll never Never know, know. Alex, but uh, we know he will return to... You know, for one, here's how I look at it. He doesn't go to the West. He doesn't make the Warriors unstoppable. He doesn't go to the Suns and make them the best team in the West. He doesn't go play with Luka and they have some kind of beautiful chemistry and win, you know, 57 games. He doesn't uh, go to the Clippers or anything crazy. Like, you heard some wild ones. Uh, if it wasn't going to come to Denver, I wanted him to stay in the East or go back to the Nets. I'd like to play the Nets in the NBA Finals. That'd be wicked, you know? Um, I've been to Barclays Center. It's sweet. Um, I'm okay with it when it comes to the Nuggets. We, uh, you know, we've got to tie things back in to make it matter to us here. And if he stays in New York, well, it was 
better for, I think, the Nuggets because any rumored team that was out there, I kind of think we're mostly in the West. We're Western Conference teams. So, you know, I got to think about the hierarchy, the pecking order a little bit. The uh, Throw the Jazz, you know, off the boat now. They don't matter anymore. I don't know who and what the Clippers are going to be. I don't know how many times Kawhi can miss two years and then come back and still be the same guy. I'm a phone guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm a phone guy. Yeah, so I think that the Nuggets are a top three team in the West. Okay? The Suns aren't quite the powerhouse they were last year, but they're going to be really good. I think Memphis is about the same. They shook it up a little bit. Got rid of a couple role guys. Looking to let some other guys step up. Expecting Jaw to take that next step. I think that the Grizzlies and Dallas will both be around 50 wins. 52. Feel like uh, when Elway didn't know his birthday, he was like 52 or 51. Good for you, bud. Good for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they'll be right around there. I think the Nuggets win about 55 games. I think those teams finish right behind the Nuggets, who are a two-seed or a three-seed. And that's what I'm going with. I think it's the Nuggets' time. And what I mean is their time to ascend in the West and to ascend to that level where you just kind of look at them as like, yeah, they're a straight-up powerhouse. They've created that uh, big, wicked separation from all the rest of the even the good teams. And that's the next step uh, for the Nuggets. That doesn't mean they're winning an NBA championship this year, but it does mean they got to go into the Western Conference Finals or you better lose a thrilling seven-game series to somebody in the second round that goes on to, like, win it all or something. You know, the Golden State, something like that. It's got to be kind of something like that, I think. That 55 wins, that would put them second uh, all time for Nuggets regular season. Yeah, wins. 57 they had in, in uh, 2013. 2013. That was, you know, George's last year, coach of the year. Um, Chauncey, the whole thing. 38 and 3 that year. Yeah, Iguodala, Iguodala. Gallo tearing the ACL. Yeah. Yeah, rough. <laughs> Iguodala, one, one and done. Didn't even want to be here. Um, but when he was, I mean, he helped make beautiful music around here with just a bunch of potatoes. There was no sizzle. There was no steak. It was like all sides. It was like coleslaw, mash, an al gratin, some kind of peas and carrots, a little, you know, um, squash and a zucchini thing. Like, where's the meat? Oh, there's no meat. It's all sides. They're really good sides, though. But there's no meat. Arby's. We have oh, the, meats. the meats. Yeah. All right. It's 11-11. Make a wish. Hold on. All right. Uh, may you guys done with your wish? I'm wishing on a star. Remember that one? I remember that one, yeah. To find a it's a New Jack Swing edition of the program here on Taco Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk about Tom Brady on the other side. We, I think we got to the bottom of where he was and what happened. And I'm not going to let you guys talk bad about Tom anymore. Or Giselle. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we like to slow it down and smooth it out for the ladies. Keep it fresh and sexy. That's what Alex it was one of his philosophies. Watching the music hits, though, it's like, phew, it gets good. It's like, um, 
Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Nice choice. Who is this? Rose Royce. Rolls Royce. Ro Rose. Rose Royce. Ro Rose Royce. <laughs> that is something. All right. We will be back. I am Danny Williams. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Alex is at A Becker Sports on Twitter as well. He's back. He's back. Baby. Uh, Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. We are back in. It is a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Uh, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy, friend of the show, who's been a pal for a long time. It's Mike Fruitman of Mike's Stadium Sports Cards. Hi, Mike. Hey, Danny. I'm sorry. My, I didn't mean to make my, my shop name such a tongue twister. No, I, I, it's, I, I, I have had like 20 years of practice, maybe more, actually. <laughs> How long has the shop been ex in existence since it used to be open until 10 o'clock and used to have video games in there? Oh yeah, absolutely. We uh, we're coming up actually on our thirtieth year of selling uh, selling pictures of grown men. Sounds kind of <laughs> creepy, but yeah. Uh, so how's the shop? Uh, the shop's incredible. We have so many folks who have gotten into collecting in the last few years. Yeah. On, on top of our years and years of collectors, and it's just fun. We've got. Uh, I, I know I'm old because now the kids who used to collect with me bring in their kids, and they're like, "Oh yeah, here's my kid." And I'm like, "You're not old enough to." I'm wait. That's weird. Well, it's, I don't know, man, the, the, the hobby's so evolved now. It's so cool. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it's an adult hobby now, but only to, like, um, signify, you know, some of the incredible valuable things that you can pull in packs and some of the really unique, you know, things that even back from the 80s and the 90s, um, it was, you know, mind-blowing to even the early 2000s, man, the stuff that, you know, um, is put into packs now and the rookie cards, the value of some stuff, some Otani stuff, it, the, the hobby's wild. It's crazy. We haven't made anybody a millionaire off a pack pull yet, but we've made people a, a tens of thousand errors, if that's if that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that is a thing. Um, so what if someone wants to come in, uh, dig around through some singles? Well, I'm like a Packers fan, and I kind of like this guy. Do you got any stuff like that for me? We make it crazy easy for you. We have a section for every single baseball, basketball, football, and hockey team. Uh, tons of affordable cards. It's perfect for kids. But, like, we get, we get adults who mine it all, all week and all weekend. It's crazy. But we're always putting new stuff in there, usually about a 1,000 new cards a week, uh, on top of all of our packs and boxes. Um, I, I'd love to have folks come by the shop, but I really want to let them know about something kind of crazy we're doing this weekend. What is it? We have the largest card show Denver has seen this century mm -hmm. going on this Friday, Saturday, yes. and Sunday. It's at the Crown Plaza Hotel off of I-70 in Chambers. We have uh, 250 tables of vendors. And what's really cool, if you're a Broncos fan, and I hear that something coming up like a season or something, we have a monstrous amount of autographed guests. Uh, we have Rod Smith and Jake Plummer signing on Saturday. Cool. Sunday, we have Patrick Sertan. We have Javante Williams and my favorite, Justin Simmons, all signing autographs at our event um, on top of the card show. Sweet. I mean, that's uh, so we've been talking about the show a little bit. We've had uh, John on a bunch um, who's done a really good job, but he does a really good job at all the things he does. You guys are um, 
He's a good dude. You guys are, uh, make for a good team. The show that you guys had last year was a, a monster show, and, and this is going to be even bigger and even better. Um, a lot of people are really looking forward to it, and we had a lot of listeners who went out last year and said they found a lot of cool stuff, and um, I, I just like the atmosphere and the vibe of a big show like this in your town is really cool, and it's, it's really rare. We wanted to give everybody the national experience, which is the largest card show there is. We wanted to give everybody that same experience, but not having to leave, leave town. So it's right off of I-70 in Chambers, uh, Friday night from 4 to 8, Saturday and Sunday hours. We're on, please check us out at allcardsweekend.com. Mm-hmm. Give you all the information. It'll tell you who's signing when. Um, it, there are some fees associated with it, so you could be a little bit more prepared. Um, but it's going to be a crazy event. And, you know, if you've got your collection, you're kind of wondering what's going on. Yeah. Maybe it's a great time to sell as well. Lots of uh, dealers are going to be hungry out there. So if you want to uh, put your collection on the line and walk it around table by table, you might get to, might get some pretty good coin for it. Okay. Um, anything else you guys have going on um, at the shop this week? Or And we're going to pump up the show this whole week. We're going to have John on tomorrow as well. And um, I just for this is one of those where I said, for one, you can bring go get you like a uh, you know, spend 30 bucks, 35 bucks on a white Broncos panel ball, roll through at this show, and by the end, have the starting of like a badass Broncos football that's got the snake on it. It's got Rod Smith, the greatest Broncos receiver ever on it. That's got Javante, the next great thing. And then, you know, a duo like uh, Sertan and uh, Justin Simmons. Yeah, you, you you know you can leave there spending a couple hundred bucks um, with a ball that you know you go to one of these shops, not like yours. Everything's priced very fair at your shop. Um, that someone <laughs> would want thousands of dollars for a ball like that, you know? It's crazy, and, and the best part is you get to meet these folks. It's not just a quick assembly line thing. Yeah, you're in every moment. You know, if you've always wanted to say something about Smith, you had that moment. You, your dad brought you to a game. You saw his first touchdown in '95. Whatever it is. Um, you're going to have that moment and obviously get a picture with them as well. So it's, it's, it's not just an assembly line thing. You're going to have an experience and, uh, Oh God, we just, the best part is like watching like moms and dads bring their kids around and they, they freak out, they stammer, they lose their stuff when they're in line meeting these guys and walking around the show uh, last year was the craziest thing. When people watched, walked in yeah. and saw it's close to 200 tables, just the wide eyes everybody had was just awesome. Say I like set up a little table at the end of the signers, and it was like we got to have like one D list guy. Who would I, would I? Am I below or like Blinky the fun fun club guy or like um, uh, the troubleshooter Tom Martino? Like, am, am I still? I'm probably still below those guys, right? Danny, uh, we would we would set you up at the show. The problem being, everybody would simply be at your table, and they'd be like, <laughs> "Hey, hey uh, Jake Plummer here." Uh, um, I won some games. Pretty good. A lot of comebacks in Arizona. Top pick. Get Danny, will you sign phone. my microphone? Yeah, sure. That, that would be it. These are my fears. Um, we're looking forward to the show. Thanks for uh, jumping on with this, Mike. I appreciate Absolutely, you. You're, you're one of the good dudes, man. Thank you so much. Check us out at allcardsweekend.com, and we'll see you this weekend. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Bye. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. That's just a huge show that's coming up that it's a rare one. Like There hasn't been a show this size, like exclusively a card show like this. There's going to be some other collectibles, but like um, uh, like the all-seas guys do. It's like comics more, and there are some card dealers, and it's just a little bit of I wouldn't say it's more. It's just different than this show, and uh, this show is just a big show that's going on this weekend. So you got any little card collection, Alex? 
Uh, I used to collect baseball cards all the time. Got any, that's kind of got any trout rookies? Side. I, I, I haven't buy done that few? since. I, trout was not even in the MLB nah, when I stopped collecting. So Jeter rookies that's from way backs. Maybe maybe some Jeter rookies. <laughs> um, I had this uh, Orlando Hernandez El Duque. Oh yeah, sweet sweet card from the like late nineties. That was my favorite one. All right. El Duque. I loved him. Remember man. El Duque? Oh at for the sure. Kick? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He has had some style, man. Um. Okay, we have a couple few minutes left. The Kevin Durant stuff I thought was, I didn't think it was going to end that way. I thought they were really, well, I maybe thought there was a chance actually. Because if he's still on your team, then he's still on your team. But also trading an iconic player whose value is, you know, almost, <laughs> there is no real value to really equate to, I know he's 34. Four, 35 years old, but it's going to be great for another two or three or four years. You become an instant. Your 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 franchise instantly matters with him. Huge spotlight on you. I mean, like the value that he brings in, um, not just on the floor, but monetarily to, you know, to your franchise. It's it's really special and it's really unique and it would have cost a, a fortune. That's why they're asking for Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, which you roll your eyes at and you're thinking, are these guys crazy? Um, but if Rudy Gobert is traded for four first round picks and another value of an, kind of another first round pick, five, well then Kevin Durant, you could you know you, there wouldn't be enough first round picks. It could be eight. I'm being dead serious. It could be like six or seven first round picks. And, or, you know, that's, that's what like Danny Ainge, uh, you know, was hoarding all those picks forever and traded for uh, draft Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown and traded for Kyrie and, you know, didn't kind of quite work, quite work out. But, you know, the Celtics were also set up there to, um, to almost win an NBA championship. So um, that's trusting the process a little bit, I guess. But, um, Durant back to the Nets makes sense for everybody in, involved. I think I'm just a little bit bitter and disappointed that he's not coming to the Nuggets. Um, on the grand scale, if you would really rank it out, the Nuggets probably fell like fourth on his list. You know, if he could really pick and choose, which he couldn't, because pick and choosing means maybe going to L.A. They didn't have the firepower to go, you know, obtain him. Um, maybe the Clippers didn't have the right. Well, what are you going to trade for him, Paul George? And like, what exactly are you going to really trade for the guy? The Nuggets might have made a way more sense and been higher on the list to leave, you know, even where we're left at the altar here because of the compensation and the fit. So I think the Nuggets were very, very close. I mean, it might have finished like third or fourth in this sweepstakes here with the Nets finishing first. I'm taking that into account. What do the Nets have that I don't have? <laughs> Uh, okay, we can go to break. 303-831-1340, come back. We we'll promise you the Tom Brady stuff. We will get into that. Uh, got Coach Hackett's back. I'm not going to let anybody kind of try to dog him or badmouth this process and this journey. Russell Wilson is 33 years old. He is not 25 years old like Josh Allen and 26 or 27 years old like Patrick Mahomes. That does matter. And it's not about the wear and tear. It's really not about that. It's about the longevity about making this guy uh, last a long, long time. Coach Hackett's planning on being here for a long time. This is not a two- or three-year proposition. He's not thinking, I got to win by the next two or three years. He's thinking, I want to win in the next two or three years and then for another 10 years after that or another five years after that, whatever Russ might have left. 
Let's go to break. Danny Williams, Alex Becker. We got uh, Andrew in there hanging out. It's Molly Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. Who sings this? Uh, let me think. Uh, I can get it. I don't think you'll get it. It's not a, not a common name. Yeah, let me think. Here. mom. Ah, uh, that's left multiple words. Three words. Three words. Uh, blessed union of souls. No. Um, three words. Just tell me, damn it. Fountains of Wayne. I could have. Eh, might have taken a whole segment. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, so speaking of hot moms, Giselle. And Tom, Tom Brady's back. There's, you know, sent a tweet out, missed you guys. Yeah, pictures of him and his teammates, video of him getting that work in. I think that, <laughs> I don't think that uh, anything was really up. I don't really buy the uh, marriage drama stuff. I think this was part of part of the plan or at least part of his plan always in coming back. You went in, you were there for what he might have thought was the installation an important part of the process. Took 10 days off, he's back now with about 3 weeks to go. Is it unheard of? Yeah, but do you know what else is unheard of? 45-year-old quarterbacks 45-year-old quarterbacks is unheard of to me. So, yeah, man, my back is, like, hurting. I got, like, a thing right now, if you want to know the truth, where it's, like, I don't know, something inside where it's uh, – I have a history of kidney stones, okay? Ouch. So, like, I got, like – sometimes my balls are hurt. Like, will hurt. Like, like they're hurting, my ball sack, okay? But it also is the same pain that comes, like, all the way through my back. It's all, like, a connected thing. And sometimes I mean like a stone could be in there or something's going on. I'm like, oh, no. Okay. And I'm younger than Tom Brady. You know, half decade younger than Tom Brady. So when you're 45, your body is just like, it's not the same body. Even if it's a world-class body, avocado ice cream body, um, the Tom Brady fitness plan body. I couldn't imagine getting hit by like a 30-year-old Aaron Donald at 45 years old. I, I think that Thompson, again, I, I give the longevity and part of the success of Tom Brady, why he's been able to do this, and I'm being serious, to Giselle. Because for one, whatever supermodels do to maintain a fountain of youth or a fountain of Wayne, like the band we just played, like most of the time, these beauties are like we said are timeless. Christy Brinkley and Cindy Crawford—they're still like they're they're sixty years old. 
older. But unless they didn't get a lot, a lot of ugly, like weird work done where you look like the Joker. They're timeless beauties, whatever they do, whether it's like Giselle's from Brazil, I think, right? Whether there's like a real fountain of youth there, like deep in the jungle, they found it. Wash your face with it. It'll take 20 years off. Whatever supermodels do, she's done for Tom. This she, He's implemented that in his lifestyle. He's been to that well. He's taken that vitamin, whatever it may be, and it's helped extend the longevity of this guy's career. And he's just special and unique like this. Well, Tom Brady, this is like will never happen again. Again, like Aaron Rodgers, 38. I bet she's going to be good for another year or two. Once you hit 40, the wheels come, come off. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. So it's just like this will never happen again. I'm not. Okay. So I think that Tom Brady, a part of the comeback, this was all a part of the plan. Him taking this break, maybe, um, maybe even some of the people in the team were surprised by it. But no, I don't think anyone's going to be more prepared than Tom. And I think Tom will be with the three weeks that are left before the start of the regular season comeback and won't skip a beat. Again, this is a championship core of a team um, with a bunch of professionals. And they're freaking lucky to have Tom Brady. Whatever Tom wants to do, as long as he wants to do it, um, they would make that. I mean, they're trying to offer John Elway playing only that last season here, or the, the season he retired, come back and just play the home games. Don't go on the road. Let I mean, again, Bobby Brister handle those ones. Yes, he. When you have a ledge, a, a freaking certified legend, all time type of player, you'll make uh, accommodations. So love on the rocks, you know. I don't believe it. Even though love on the rocks ain't no big surprise. We 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 know we know what what that's about, you know. But uh, I would say we'll never hear anything about this ever again. And if Tom and Giselle survived all these years on the football schedule and the model schedule and the kids are getting bigger now schedule. Um, again, I Sierra was at practice every day, but with her were like four or three people to change poop diapers and all that kind of stuff. And they take the kid in back and change, you know, like that's it's it's an easier lifestyle. I know that Tommy is not there, but there's. And for big chunks of the season, but also the downtime is Tom doesn't have anything else going on but to be with his family. So I know football football is a half year commitment that, you know, his football family is his family, but they've made this work for all these years. I don't believe any of that stuff. And I don't believe the mass Singer stuff either, even though I really wish that'd be true because he would take so much heat for it if they lost. Maybe he wouldn't because it's Tom Brady, but I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like that would blow up in his face. I think, eh, maybe. It's, you know, it is Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady, though. One guy it's that like, can get away what, what's he going to say? Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. And it went one more ring. It's like, well, else is the guy got to do so. Let's go out to the hotline, get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's D I A Bert. What's up, Danny? Hey, Bert. Danny, I've been hearing these complaints about when are we going to see Russell Wilson? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. That's right. Did you see what Russell Wilson has to do? Opening day, we're going to have to go to Seattle Seahawks and play the Seahawks there on a Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Oakland Raiders there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the reason we're oh, that 39 Yeah, 33? Is it 33? Is it 33? Yeah. 52 or 51. Yeah. Good for you, bud. <laughs> Colts, Chargers, Jets, 
And I don't know, Dan. I keep circling that Jaguar game. Don't. You know the Jacksonville Jaguars been in London ten times? Ten ah, times. useful. Useful. He's been, he's been upset nine times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him being sick nine times. Nine times? Yeah, I remember being sick. Nine times? Nine yeah. times? The, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been in London ten times. You know how many times the Denver Broncos have been? No. Once. That was in 2011 because in 2020 mm. we had COVID restrictions of uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. So I don't know. That circle gives a square of that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Then the the Raiders, <laughs> the Panthers, the Ravens. I like. Oh. I, I know she's like sportos, dweebies, motorheads, a holes. They all think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> That's like the best. Yeah. Yeah, she's the best. She's like, I just. We haven't even got into the mud and gut yet. We haven't even got into January or December and January. And then plus you got a Christmas game. Holy biscuits and potatoes. Mm. Who used to say that all the time? Very careful. Robin used to say that to uh, Batman. Holy biscuits and gravy. Mm. Batman. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Adam West. Adam West. And uh, something. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Burt Ward. Burt Ward. Another oh, that's Burt. right. Look at you. Mm, Who was that uh, funny gay joker? The, the, oh, I can't remember his name, but I know what you're talking about. He was like, mm, the funny, Batman. Oh, we had that real higher <laughs> laugh that I do. He was <laughs> like if Boy George was the joker. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, we got to yeah. go, Burt. Good yeah, stuff. Then, you know, and then Catwoman was, you know, just smoking hot. Oh, yeah, giggity. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, Russell Wilson's got to be around for okay? <laughs> so, if you need him in preseason, who cares? You're going to need him for, like, what, 17 games? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so, right. just, just huh? All right. I'll go in there, Danny. All right, we got to go. I'll go in there and play some. I'll I'll play for Russell Wilson. I don't know if you got any ability left, even though you're just a little skinny thing again. <laughs> I can run fast. Right, we gotta go, Bert. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Red Dog Camp. Once he starts to sound super drunk, you just gotta cut him off, and we'll act like it's a technical difficulty, right? We'll do. Yeah, because, you know, he's like, I appreciate you, Alex. He's like, Alex is like, I don't know if that's Danny's crazy uncle or what's going on. It's not. Um, You know, you didn't want to disrespect anybody. But when he starts getting a little cuckoo, then we got to. Yeah, yeah, we got to probably slow him down a little bit. Or you just put him on hold and he just keeps talking to himself for a while. We've done that, too. And then we'll just check back in like after a minute or so. We'll see what happens next time it calls. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. One final segment left worth of show. We still have a lot to talk about, including a championship that no one talked about that happened over the weekend. You'll want to hear about this one on the other side. It's Mally Sports. I ain't got it, so you can't get it. Let's leave it at that, because I ain't quit it. Hit it with full strength. I'm a jelly, so I face the world like a girl in the bullpen. Hey, girl, I can lick it, 
The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. Uh, Nicki Minaj? Bingo. Let's go. <laughs> this is a hot one right now. Yeah, this is nice. I'm liking that. Yeah. Get it. Mm-hmm. Go, girl. Okay, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Final segment of the show. Thanks for being with us. Let's uh, finish strong before we get out of here. Are you strong? Right, I'm strong. Then we strong then. Um, Are you strong? They said, I'm strong if you strong. I said, we strong. Man. I didn't know if you would find that, you little devil, you. I was on the correct page, thankfully. Nice. <laughs> You're faster than Danny Bailey at these things. Uh, I don't know about that. He is. He goes at his own speed. Danny. I can't rush him. He goes at his own speed. He's like, okay. He does that every now and then. You, like, know, you know what? There's so many times where you say a drop, and I know the drop to play. I just cannot find it. Oh, time, you, you know? no, no, you're good. But like, I know, I know what you're talking about. I would say this always, even if you you did all the hard work, even if it feels like we've moved on, pay it off. Okay. Pay that's it off good, always. That's a good note. Now just I just pay I it off. Pay gotcha. it off. If you can't find it and you got something else going, that's okay too. But you know, once you're like working hard and all that, there's no wrong time. We always gotta, you know, just find a way to cash it in. But um, okay, so we I thought we had a pretty good show here today. We're not quite done yet. We have one more segment, but we got uh, our stuff from Coach Hack. And maybe you could play that Coach Hack audio one more time while you're setting it up. I'm gonna talk about the uh, same one or the other one. I, we have another. Th- let's do the other one. We'll do okay. the other one. And uh, I might want to hear the first same one again. Is that cool? Could you do both? Yeah. So we'll replay the first one okay. and then we'll get to the other one. Okay. Here's tell me this. when you're ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's okay, do it. Let's hear it. Well, first thing I tell the fans is I'm sorry for that game uh, two days ago because that, that is not what we're looking for. Um, but, I mean, I think the fans will understand more, with, you know, when we get all the way to week 17 or, or all those things. And, you know, it goes with all those guys, Cortland, Jerry, all those guys. Um, we want to see them in real games. We, we want that to happen. And it's, uh, you know, looking at my past, I mean, heck, we were 0-3 in the preseason last year with the Green Bay Packers, and those guys didn't play. But in the end, they were healthy and they were strong as we finished throughout that season. So that's what you're always looking for. All right. Um, I mean, that should tell you everybody out there who is dogging Coach Hackett, the the way that they're handling camp and practices in these preseason games, he just told you what he thinks. He thinks they will be better for it later. They will be greater later, okay, for it. And, And he's talking as though they're going to the playoffs and they're a playoff team. I think the mentality might be different, Alex, when you're desperate to win every game and you know you're going to grind your way to eight or nine or ten wins, and that's the ultimate goal, like loser teams or Broncos teams of of recent memory. So this is a big picture proposition to try and do, again, you know, at the expense of they know their quarterback will bail them out of some early games as this team is trying to make its way and become a a playoff contending and championship contending team. It's not about desperate to win weight a week one, get calloused. Like Fangio said, no, this is their big picture thinkers here because we're trying to um, be greater later in the season. Right. You got that other little bit of audio. Yeah, we'll play right now. Okay, let's hear that one. Um, I think that, you know, you always want to be physical. You have to dominate the man in front of you. You know, whenever you have a double team, you have to take advantage of that. Um, I think that whenever, um, 
you don't know where you're going, it's hard to ask a guy to be physical. So in the run game standpoint is that there were some unbelievable looks for us to be able to take advantage of the defense. But when people are you know, either going the wrong way or not understanding the angle that we're trying to create for them, it's not going to be advantageous for us. And they're going to take advantage of it, and that's what we saw. That was uh, the run, the struggles they had with run blocking. Yeah. They can't run the ball at all, but they're not trying to run the ball with the guys who can run the ball. Mike Boone is an unheard of. Like a, he's he's been here for a couple of years, but he's like a, a relative unknown. He had one little kind of couple runs this preseason. People are like, oh, whoa, he exists. He does exist, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't. I'm like I'm no thought of me is like wow what happened in that preseason game damn that's that ain't right that's ugly this is why you should have worked harder they're not good enough all any any of that kind of stuff I I kind of gave you what I thought my explanation was it's the depth the Bills are as good a team in the NFL and as talented as there are from top to bottom they've been putting this thing together um, since Josh Allen hit you know, four seasons ago. Now they're, you know, four years into this process and proposition. Um, they're talented and deep and um, not so young, a little bit more experienced and veteran laden. They're who the Broncos are trying to be and become. Um, but it's not going to take the Broncos four years to get there because Russell Wilson's already developed. He's already a star. We're not waiting for Josh Allen to kind of, you know, decide and, you know, learn and know when to take off and run and use his legs or stay back in the pocket and pat that ball and, you know, wait till that last second to make that, you know, big crucial key throw after the play has to develop for one. It's like a listen. It's a lot of things. The intricacies um, it it takes. Russell Wilson's there. He's arrived. And therefore, the Broncos um, are going to be really good. Um, Again, they can't afford a lot of injuries. They're not very deep. That stuff's going to come with a couple seasons, a few seasons of hitting in the draft, finding players off rosters who are backups who could be starters here, hitting a team's waiver wire and finding some um, talent there, Um, and and then just finding more stars. Just finding more stars. Another, you know, uh, a couple more Randy Gregory's. You know, who else is a free agent in this class here? Other than Randy Gregory, who other? Uh, the corner, Kwan Williams. Okay, yeah, okay, Williams, and then oh, let's God, why, who am I think I'm missing? So, um, Melvin came back. You know, he's one of your own, but he came back, and uh, Josie Jewell came back again. These are comeback guys. DJ uh, Jones. DJ Jones. That's who I was trying to think of. Again, he's been, he's been making a lot of money to come in here and be a difference-making horse. Again, like he is one of your 11 starters now going up against their 11 starters, and he's going to be one of your best 11 starters and sometimes one of the best guys on the field. He's that kind of good. We just don't know much about him yet, and he's kind of hasn't been on the field to see. We haven't had a chance to see him. He's, you know, he's got some health stuff too right now. So I'm hoping he's just a veteran. They're waiting to gear up to go when it matters. We'll see. Hope he's not busted up this whole season. But, uh, yeah, I'm down with Coach Hackett's uh, philosophy and his brand and what they're trying to do. We don't have a 25-year-old quarterback. We got a 32, 33-year-old quarterback. So we got to go at the speed of our quarterback. I'd say. Um, it's on Coach Hackett to get these guys ready for week one. And that's just, if he believes that that's not going to come from repetition of scrimmaging and getting your starters on the field for the preseason and banging heads, 
like some other teams are doing in their practices and training camps, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, there, there's a, he's got a master plan. And I'm in. This ain't a flyer of a uh, coach. Hackett ain't just a, f- a coach that is uh, a young up and coming guy like this Mike McDaniel guy, right? His dad was a coach. Coach Hackett's, you know, and the Daniel Hackett's dad was a, a great coach. He's seen it all, done it all from this. Uh, he was a fetus, you know. He he's he's as f- a football guy as there is a football guy, and he's not thirty. He's in his forties, has a family. So he's not swept up by analytics or a youth movement or what he thinks the future of the game should be. I think he's the perfect guy for the job at the perfect time. There's not, a, he's not there's no one I would have rather have had now than Coach Hackett. I'm sure all the players are just loving this, loving playing for him. And, uh, you know, it's just got to be a breath of fresh, fresh well, air. I don't think there's any player that has said anything bad or has any negative well, feelings. When about Derek Hackett. Wolf says... Fangio is trying to kill us. I mean, it's like, again, that's that's the uh, that's the polar extreme. That's the opposite. You know, is there a meeting in the middle and and that's the right answer? No, I'm not going to say that either. I'm not saying that Nathaniel Hackett's doing it wrong at all. I'd say that Fangio showed what he thought of practice in a camp, uh, you know, a training camp should be in a team leading up to the start of the season. They were, you know, kind of came out of the gate fast. But they were never really developed or talented enough. And then the scheme, it was, you know, there was it was old man. It was like bluebell ice cream, vanilla. The homemade taste of bluebell. It's like it's I guess I'll have a little scoop of it if that's all there is. But that ain't tricked up, you know, football ice cream. I need some sprinkles, a little hot fudge in there, some some. Rocky Road, I'm, you know, whatever. Give me all the toppings. Yes, yes. Give me all the toppings. Oreos, gummy bears. Mm, look mm. at you. Delicious. Okay. That's the whole show. Uh, Alex is back. Welcome back, buddy. We will see you tomorrow. We're going to do the Broncos Blitz podcast here. Um, look for it. Find it and tune into that. We appreciate you guys for being with us. We'll be back tomorrow. And we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, t- see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Swagger back. Truth. New watch alert.